your future. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We are delving into Doctor Who today. We're doing the quote-unquote new series, and we're tackling the two-part Daleks in Manhattan and Evolution of the Daleks. I am Ken. Jeff. Annie. And before we get started on that, what have people been doing? Watching stuff or reading stuff? Anything exciting? I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay! I saw that too. I have tried to see it multiple times and things have popped up to prevent it from happening. Oh no. I don't know if I'll ever get to see it in the theater. It might be the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie I I don't see in the theater, but we'll see. Was it good? Oh, I liked it. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. It could have been a little bit better. It just didn't grab me the way some of the other movies have. I didn't wasn't thinking about it too much after I left the theater. Mm. Um, it wasn't that they didn't really do anything wrong, especially, but it just didn't grab me as much as other ones have. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Well. I thought the high evolutionary was a better villain than Kang was in the Ant-Man movie. Yeah. And I thought that the guy who played the High Evolutionary was a better actor than the guy who played Kang. So, hmm. okay. even though that, you know, that got Kang, Kang guys, I kind of like got stuff controversy. He's got, he's got issues, whether it's his fault or he's being set up. But who, who, that's not any, any of our business. So, what else did I say? No, I haven't really read anything. I've just been watching the the saint. Watching the what? The saint, the Roger oh, Morris saint. Oh, not okay. The, not the one that nobody watched in the seventies with this other guy that you're interested in. So, um, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> hey, um, I have a question for you. I fi- I figured out who who Ruby Sunday. That's the new companion. Yes, I figured out who what she is, what she does for a living. Stripper? Nope, that was Amy Pond. Um, no, uh, Ruby Sunday is an air, a hairstylist. How'd you figure that out? Because what makes it, you think that? Well, they show pictures, oh. and they have like different hair for each episode, so she has to be a hairstylist, right? Unless they yeah. stop someplace and get their hair done for each. Like they're in the whatever time period, and they have the hairstyle. For I don't know period. because Costumes. the doctor. That's a rage. Because the doctor is just putting on a wig, so he put, he, yeah, that's, he puts on a wig. Yeah, I really doubt he's got an afro that big from when they were like in the sixties or seventies. Okay, but I, I just there's some half the time these people are all wearing are wearing wigs. Well, we wear okay. A wig. okay. My point is people are complaining because they're, they look like that when they go to different time periods that they're fitting in with the time period when normally they don't. The doctor doesn't change costumes. Sometimes I don't see in. what the big deal is. I think. Well, it's cares? something different. Well, it's, it, they're doing something different, but usually I they like stop. it. Well, we'll see. But I mean, when would they have time to, to change to change their hair like that? Unless there's I some sort of device on the TARDIS that changes it for them. I want to go back way in the past. Like how far in the past? Prehistoric. Well, no, like 
back in the medieval times and stuff like that and see the reaction that they get. They can easily do a story about how he has to overcome stuff and like that. Maybe they will. Yeah. I mean, the co- I actually like the costume changes. Actually, the 60s. I think, it makes, I think it makes more sense for the characters to be changing their costume every time they go someplace new. They've got the That's infinite wardrobe Dr. in the TARDIS. The doctor never changes his costume. Blah, 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 blah. That was because of budgets. They've got a bigger budget now. They can do better costumes. That's why the, fa- the fans are just, just like the Star Wars fans, they complain about anything. Yeah. I like the costumes I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah they're getting some really weird ones later on or something, but so far, so good. Yeah, so um, well, let's start getting into the episode. <laughs> oh, and Murray Gold is back, too. Yay. Yeah. Really loud um, music, in-your-face music. <laughs> yeah. I think I prefer, well, we'll, we'll get into the, well, I mean, when, when you mentioned Murray Gold, Gold, I prefer some of his music because I, did, did he do the music for Flatline? I thought he did. I don't know. I thought he did. Yeah, he 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 left when Moffat left. Okay, because I, I yes, just he did like, do Flatline. Yeah, yeah. I like some of his music, and and some of the music comes up in the the episodes that we're reviewing today that will be posted. And um, he has some really good themes. There was no memorable themes whatsoever from the other guy. I don't think. No. During the Chibnall era, I don't have any memory of any of that music, but Gold's music can be memorable. It can be loud, it can be overwhelming, but it, it all. Yes, remember they did that, John Coleshaw and his Dead Ringers, they did that skit where the music was really loud. And the, I forget, there was the Rose was, Doctor, why are you screaming so loud? I have to scream so you can hear me over the music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why that is the case, but. Okay, well, I mean, we certainly. Um, we're getting a lot of teases for the new series and but we have a long ways to go for that still so still more publicity for a show that's not coming out until 2024 yeah we did for three seasons of chibnall let me ask you let me ask you a question though because i'm starting to get upset about this when Uh is disney plus going to put the show on disney plus are they going to wait until the new disney plus has been been showing the publicity photos that the BBC's been releasing. Yeah, but they're missing a huge opportunity. Maybe they got to wait for the HBO Max contract to run out. That was what I figured. Okay. But I mean, if they had the opportunity, they should put the the news, at least the new series, starting with Rose. Well, I'm figuring that the 60th anniversary is going to start it off. And I think that's when they're going to put it all on there. Okay. Because that's like a pretty good publicity jump on point right there. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just that I would think that they would want to get new people involved. And there's a lot of people at Disney Plus that probably don't watch Doctor Who, you know, the viewers. And if you put the show on a year early and had the people have the ability to watch the show and catch up to it before the anniversary. Because no one is going to watch it cold from the first anniversary episode because they're not going to know what's going on. It's going to be totally confusing. Well, so they might only, try and they, watch it because of all the publicity, but maybe. they won't get into it as much as people who have watched they it all They might along, put but. all that stuff on Disney Plus 
right around before that happens, before the yeah. anniversary happens, like September, October-ish. Yeah, so now you have two months to be binge years and years of the show before, you know, so that's, that's my they point. Could, they could have, like, an essential viewing recommendation, like yeah. Doctor Who, these are the key episodes to watch, the Doctor Doniverse meeting, and... Kind of like what Dave Floney said about Osaka Series 1, he says, you don't have to watch all of Rebels, but these are the episodes I recommend. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just think it's a, a misstep, but I mean, Disney Plus is use, is losing thousands of viewers. Um, they're not doing well right now. M- maybe because Man- Mandalorian just ended, so they're going to take a break from it for a couple of months until another show comes back on. Right. But, That's what I'm doing. I mean, Man- I'm not going back until Doctor Who comes back. So. Yeah. And, That's what and, I'm doing with Paramount Plus. I'm waiting for June when. Brave New World starts, and then I'll watch Picard, and then I'll watch the, the end of Discovery. And Picard was amazing. I do don't, not don't recommend. I do not recommend season one and two at all. And season three almost ignores season one and two. But I didn't mind season one, but I didn't care for season two. Yeah, but season three was just amazing. Since I like everything, season two's got to be pretty bad if I don't care for it. Yeah, well, you'll like season three. Okay, so let's let's get into the Helen Rayner written um, two part Dalek wrote. episode. Helen Rayner, did he write? She write it or? Yeah, she wrote the, the yeah, two she episodes. Wrote it. She's written a lot of Big Finish. Oh yeah, and some of the uh, the, the during the in the book range too. Mm-hmm. Her Big Finish stuff is a lot better than. This story, I hate this. She's her big finishes are pretty good. So you don't like this one? No, not, not really. I Me like either. the first episode. The first episode really? started out well. The first part until you got to the Dalek human thing, I thought it was actually pretty decent until it got to the last five minutes. I mean, I didn't mind the pig people. That that was fine. I mean, we've seen worse. I- I can't get past the pig people. I mean, when they first showed the Dalek and the open elevator would have been so impactful, except for he had the two pig slaves behind him. <laughs> and that just totally distract, detracted from the, yeah, the awesomeness of seeing the Dalek for the first time. And Well, she stole from Solomon the Bible, uh, the, the Bible time King Solomon, because the guy who runs Hooverville is named Solomon. And the mm-hmm. first dispute they have, he the guy stole the bread, and they're both denying it, which goes to the story of Solomon took the baby, that the woman mm-hmm. stole the baby, and he says, well, I'll just cut her the baby in half. And that's how he knew who the true mother was, because the true mother goes, oh, no, no, let her keep it. I don't want to see any harm come to the kid. So what he did was, and that's what they didn't do that. He just took the bread and broke it in half and gave it to the two people. And then they go down into the sub subway, kind of like the fictional you know, King Solomon's Mines, which is kind of fictional, but they kind of found something in Israel before COVID happened of a copper-type mine in Israel that they think might be King Solomon's mine. So that's kind of like where she got that part from. Oh, you're speechless. <laughs> oh, come well, on, you must have learned well, about I just, Solomon in Sunday no, no. school. It's like... Yeah, not at all. Barely. So, well, yeah, yeah. I knew about the parable of the no. woman and the baby, but I didn't really know yeah, the lines too much. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. When they went into the yeah. 
that's what I want. That's things I want to know when when we when we do these podcasts is talk about stuff like that. It's good mm-hmm. to get figure out where these things are coming from. I think um, where the pigs come from. I don't know if they were maybe Russell T Davis just likes bacon. I don't know, or he thinks pigs are funny. Is this Russell T Davis or? Um, well, yeah, he adds stuff in there. I mean, he yeah. gives the right. He, he likes he pigs. Says, I want a story that has pig creatures in it. Yeah. And he tells the art. He tells the writers his plan, what he wants, and unfortunately, Chibnall didn't do that. But anyway, he says, "This is what I want in the story. I want you to write something up." Well, and this is not the first pig to come in the new series. We had that little pig in the. Uh... Pigs are funny, and it mm-hmm. tastes good. Yeah. Anyways, <sighs> I, Hold I, on. I think everybody pig, loves bacon. No, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, like... but but not when it's walking around behind Daleks. Yes, very good point. They were just um, too distracting to me. I they mean, did. I, 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 I just really first... couldn't get into the episode because of them. I just didn't. I mean, of all the things to build, why would you build pig slaves? I mean, I get that pigs are intelligent, but why couldn't you just use the humans to get stuff done? And if you were testing. For the you, if evolution of the Daleks, why would you test with a pig? It would have made more sense if they used rat people because they were in New York City and there must be tons of rats in the sewers, even yeah, in the 1930s. True. Those sewers looked suspiciously clean when they were down in them. It was say. 1930s, it was before you know, all this junk from now. I'm pretty sure it was junk back then, too. And also, it wasn't as, as real sewers, that's why. I know. Yeah, it wasn't I don't think most. I don't think on TV or movies, most sewers are pretty clean, anyways. Unless it's. Um, I thought Having, the pig. I thought the pig makeup was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. But you're right. I I don't know why. I mean, they had to have the Daleks needed. First off, it, it was it, were they trying to make a reference to they're building this building and they're kind of pigs, whereas the people well, of Riverville, they're building the Empire State Building. It's more than just yeah, the but, building. My okay, but my point is, <laughs> were the pigs like a representation of rich people who are just trying to be? They're the rich people, so therefore they're pigs. And then Hooverville people are all the innocent people who are being exploited by the pigs. Yes, I, 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 I don't think know. that's and, exactly what they were trying to do. I and, and so that's but a literal. Watching this, didn't you guys have the urge to have a bacon tomato mayonnaise sandwich? No. I know I did. I had to have one. It was good. Yeah. So. Um, and then why was one pig not as piggish as the other? Because, because he four. escaped. Laszlo. Laszlo escaped four. before the conversion was complete. And plus he was one of the poor people. And he had to be recognizable to Tallulah. Yeah. Three L's one A. Were the, yeah, were the accents distracting to you? Because they were very... Well, considering that Andrew... Tallulah's was. Yeah. Who plays Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man of the Sony-verse. Yeah, but had didn't sound like anybody from Tennessee. Considering I've been to Tennessee plenty of times, they don't generally talk like that. Now, if you said Alabama, yeah, you sound more like someone from Alabama or Georgia or Mississippi. But Tennessee, no, mm-hmm. they sound more northerner than <laughs> southern. That's a and, deep, uh, and unfortunately, my Miranda Rice and I like her because she was in Spooks, and she also plays mm-hmm. Constance with the companion, the Sixth Doctor, Big Finish. Her accent was kind of, eh, especially when she got mad. She's ah, knock it off. But well, it, it, it's it's a it's a 
parody or or a representation of that time period where you know obviously in America in New York City they all talk like that. Well, mm-hmm. no, I, I, for cinematic Again. reasons, you know, they put that in there. It's that didn't really talk like that, but maybe they did. I don't know. Where, when you traveled to New York, nineteen thirty, Jeff, did did they talk like that? Anyways, <laughs> plus it's from a foreign country. We make stereotypical comments about accents over there. That's probably a stereotypical, stereotypical comment from accents from accents from their point of view. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. we make fun of Scottish accents all the time, so Remember, why not make fun of New York? Yeah. Well, well, gunfighters weren't their accents a little over the top? Mm-hmm. They lost their accents halfway through episode one. Yeah, they got sick of doing it. So, anyways, uh, pigs and accents. Um, the Daleks are back. We have the Daleks that were. Um, destroyed maybe or they time jumped the, the ford that time jumped from the <clears throat> doomsday or whatever the last episode last two episodes of season two or tenant first season the story which i guess we didn't talk about too much is basically the daleks are building something in empire state building and they're using workers they're transforming them into pigs there was also a plan to create a human Dalek, which is the cliffhanger, which was that guy who was in charge supposed to be an Italian gangster type guy. What know. kind of name is Diagoras anyway? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Diagoras. I'm probably sure there's a sp- funny Must meaning behind it that I never just got around. Yeah, it seemed like such a strange go- name. It it is, but he was just like. I thought the, the human Dalek was an interesting concept. The Daleks. I was no- too distracted by the, the hanging three hanging phalluses on the bottom of his thing. Going, blah, blah, blah. I was just that doesn't look good. It looks like udders of a cow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I didn't like the design either. Uh, I, I don't know if the, I mean, obviously the Daleks didn't agree with, one Dalek was thinking, let's do human because human makes us big, stronger and everything, and of course makes us better, but the other Daleks were like, nope, because we want to yeah. be And it pure. was funny, because you see two Daleks in the sewer, like, like going, what do you think of the new guy? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I, I don't like that guy, he's freaking crazy, let's let's uh, turn on him. And then the other one's like, okay, let, let's do that. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just like, I thought that was funny. I thought the story was very convoluted and, and kind of like, wait a minute, how does this all fit together? And it's like they're trying to, they have a concept that's very basic and then they're trying to flesh it up by adding pigs, by adding slaves, by adding this and by, add, you know, and it's just kind of, it, I don't think it all makes sense to the, the conclusion. It feels disjointed. I just didn't care for this one. I don't think if I look back on this season, I, I think this is my least favorite of this season. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty strong season. And then you you see this one, and you're like, oh. I love, human, I love human Solomon's speech with to the Daleks where he, the music is swelling and he's, you know, telling this really good speech. And, and then the Daleks' response is, exterminate and they just kill them <laughs> mm-hmm. but that is well, that's not typical, a surprise that's a, but that's a typical 
uh, response. I know, but we all yeah. knew, we all knew it was coming, but it just was funny how, and the the doctor's just kind of like watching it going. I've seen yeah, this he, before. I've yeah. seen this before. Uh, his extermination in five, four, three, two. I mean, uh, David Tennant, I have to say, was really good in this, especially when he was like confronting the Daleks and especially in the theater and stuff. I think the, the Doctor and Martha both had very strong performances in this episode. I in these episodes, I didn't actually like the episodes very much, but I did like their performances. Yeah, their performances were pretty strong. Um, oh, well, now that you mentioned Martha, I yeah, I know where you're going. She was I doing the pining. Oh, yeah, I, I know. Doesn't see me. Oh, I hate what. I know a lot of people like Martha. She's my least favorite companion. I think from that. From I actually like her better than Rose, to be honest. <laughs> no, I, I like Rose better. I mean, at least Rose was first, an original, kind of. But Martha, she starts off that first episode, she's amazing in it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's great. But then she just reverts very quickly. Not every episode. She's really good. And there's the episodes that are well done, like the... Um, and then there was this one. Oh, the where family. She, where she had girl talk with Miranda Rison's character. Yeah. yeah. There's this companion, Rose, and it's like, Russell T. Davis, get over it, okay? Yes. I, I know you're obsessed with Rose, but she doesn't have to be the... the I think what you're talking about is what hurt Russell T. Davis, David Tennant's era is the pining for Rose. Yeah. I think he should have let that go and just moved onward, just like every other Doctor Companion leaves, let's move on to the next one and just leave the feelings for that one and just because it just yeah, that whole go ahead no no go ahead See, that go whole ahead. aspect of Martha's character just felt grafted on to me it never seemed part of the character um so i just kind of think of martha without that because i just really hate yeah. that part of the character but it's a it's a kind of a, a overwhelming part sometimes in some episodes in some episodes some sometimes mentioned but it, it's it really undermined and I thought I think it continues. Isn't it the reason she leaves? She basically says, "Look, I'll never be her." And yeah, that's she. Yeah, it just you know I I thought that was um was bad. Um, I think she's a good actress. I think it had potential. That like I said, the episodes that are really good in this season because I love a lot of the episodes in this season. Um, she's really good. Mm -hmm. Like like the um I can't remember the names at the top of my head, but. Um, I have these. Well, whatever. I thought she was okay in Gridlock, you know, which we just read. Yes. She was good in Gridlock, and she was good in the next episode, too. The one with uh, Argatus turns into the creature. Oh, Lazarus one. Oh, my God, the Lazarus experiment. <laughs> Anyways. Better than, better than this one. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to find out about that. I, I, I got some brighter Frankenstein vibes from the toward the end. I got some Island of Dr. Moreau vibes. Yes. Um, I thought the um, the creation, what was it, like the weapon that they make, the Dalek weapon, but it <laughs> looks like a Tommy gun. It's mm -hmm. kind of silly. Well, it fit the era. I guess I mean, that's, so. That's what they use. I mean, all those you call Chicago gangster and all those movies, that's kind of what they used, sort of. So it kind of made sense. That didn't bother me that much, even though it looks silly. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Do you think I Miranda that- Ryzen really sang the song, or do you think it was dubbed? Like some other person sang it. I think she sang it, but I didn't like the song. I was going to bring that up when you're talking about the music. The song was just kind of lame, and there was too much screen time for that whole Martha getting across the stage and the dance number. I think they spent a lot of money in the costumes and needed to make use of them, so they had the dance number. It's just, I, I didn't like that part of the episode. Costumes were good. Hers was nice. Yeah, the costumes were good, but I just... I felt they had to justify having the costumes by having a dance number. Well, you got. I think they justified that because she's a Broadway performer. So. Well, I mean, they're they're trying to mimic some of the um, movies from like the '30s or that that era, and they want to try to, you know, that was a huge part of like how movies were made back in that time where they would do well not necessarily the 30s but later where they the would just 40s have, 30s and 40s yeah they would do them oh we got to have a musical number musical number and stuff yeah. so, I, I mean they I but think the episode kind of ground to a halt when I, when that was on for me i'm like can we just please get past this i think they did a pretty good job capturing the era you know they they, they did it over overboard a little bit they didn't shoot they shot some stuff in 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 um, New York, but they didn't shoot any of the um, stuff with like um, no, it was just location. Yeah, it was just yeah. location. They just went there and did some mainly the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. And I thought they did okay. I mean, I'm not complaining about the uh, Hooverville and the, and the sets. I thought were halfway decent when they were in the cons- under construction and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like Hooverville. Hooverville. I I, I yeah. really liked the, the way we brought, they brought it up. I liked the whole interactions that were going on in there. That made sense to me. We don't really hear a lot about Hooverville at that time of history. Those things, those so. things actually really happened. Those were real, and they were no, like I know, but we don't hear about them very much. That's always interesting yeah. for them to bring it up. It was all during the Great Depression, and right, and yeah. uh, then World War II kind of got us out of that because they had to, all the people went to work in the factories to make tanks, jeeps, stuff, boats, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It got me thinking. I don't want to go too far off of this, but um, um. Oh, oh, so wait a minute. Diagoras of Rhodes was an ancient Greek Greek boxer who was celebrated for his victories. Um, So I don't know what it has to do with uh, anyway. Say that again. Diagoras of Rhodes was an ancient Greek boxer from the 5th century BC who was celebrated for his own victories as well as victories of his sons. He was a, you know, I, I don't know. I was just looking to see if there was any parallel... I mean, I, I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's a, no, I just think she just took the name out of. Yeah, maybe. Um, it got me thinking, though, this episode in particular, and I started to look, think about it for a second, and there's just too many. There's a lot of people who got their start in Doctor Who and became super famous. I mean, Andrew Garfield is one of the mm-hmm. the prime examples of that. But when I started thinking about, is he the most is he the one that's the most famous? And it's like, wow, there's a lot of them. Like Karen Gillum, you know, here she sure. is in Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, so there's a... Jenna Coleman. She's done all those things. Like Victoria. Yeah. Victoria, didn't she do Elizabeth too or something like that? Or there was some other stuff. She well, did, talk- she's done a... Okay, well, I know. I'm thinking super famous. Like, I've never even heard of Victoria. I mean, Andrew Garfield played Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's been mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. And Matt yeah. Smith has been in a lot of, more or less, yes. kind of start and die. Yeah. And he's been in a lot of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, look at David Tennant too. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just um, it's pretty 
neat. You didn't see that too much in the classic. Maybe some of them were, were famous for other things and they became in Doctor Who, but they didn't really, Tom Baker even, didn't do much beyond Doctor Who. I mean, he was in a couple of movies before and working. after. He was working, he was working but he, but he yeah. wasn't really famous. Like the new series has made a lot of stars. Like, um, what's her name? Um, from Blink. You know, she, she went on to win an Academy Award. Yeah, Carrie mm-hmm. Mulligan. So, um, it's pretty neat, but you don't see that. Unfortunately, you don't see that in the classic too much. There's a few, um, but not as many because um, different time or whatever. Anyways, yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, anything more about this particular two-part episode? It doesn't sound like any of us really liked it that much I, I didn't think it was as bad as I remembered it but I also if we don't do another review of it I probably will never watch this episode again mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's not supporting it too much but I thought really... it was interesting to read that Tulu was based on Jodie Foster's character from Bugsy Malone huh. they hadn't made their correlation until I read it I never picked I don't up ever... on it I don't so know if you've ever didn't... seen Bugsy Malone before, so. Yeah. Well, I might have. A I did think her character was kind of over the top, and that would make explain why, because Bugsy Malone was over the top with kids and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I I kind of like the 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 effort. I I think they I just think there were too many elements going on. You remove the pigs and you remove some of the other stuff, and I think that it, it might have be been better. So, um, anyways, um, anything else on this one? Um, that's it for me. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>